Welcome to Kels Talks, the podcast where I'll be discussing events and topics to do with knowledge, education, lifestyle and society. I'm your host Kelsey Francis and this week's episode looks at motivation. I'll be joined by Rakeem Reed of Bouncing Statistics and we'll be discussing the struggles of finding motivation and how you can overcome this to achieve your goals. Stay tuned. The struggle to find motivation predates COVID, but has been amplified by it, where a lot of people are either on furlough and they got lazy or on furlough and they didn't want to be because they wanted to work or simply because you've been locked up inside your houses for pretty much a year with a month or two here and there to let you out so you can enjoy. But all sense of normality has disappeared And the fact that there's such a huge change has led people down a path of demotivation. So what I want to do here is discuss the different ways that motivation impacts your life, discuss the ways that you can counter that and help you get back on track and back into a space where you can provide your own source of motivation without having to look for external influences, let's call them. There are loads and loads of different reasons why people struggle to find motivation for themselves to go out and do anything. It doesn't even have to be motivation to go and be the best in your career or whatever. It could be the smallest thing like getting out of bed. But there's so many different reasons for different types of demotivation or not being able to find motivation, let's call it instead. So our generation in particular are struggling a lot with this. Because everything has become, regardless of the argument or the debate with the older generation and ours, whether or not we have it easier or they have it easier, the barriers are so much higher in now, well, nowadays in comparison to what our mums, dads, grandfathers and everything, what they had in terms of accomplishments. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot more opportunity where there's a lot more sectors, there are a lot more jobs and so on but for us to actually get them the barriers are so much higher and we are having to go through a lot lot more to achieve the goals that our parents would have had like buying a house for example house prices nowadays in comparison to what they were when our parents were born and in our parents years are so much higher and especially when you look at the wages as well so It was expected, it was a norm that our parents and their friends and their generation owned their own home by a certain age. And that age was usually mid-20s. Whereas us, we look at it and think, is it even worth doing right now? I have to sacrifice so much so that I can save to get this. And even then, I probably won't be able to get there. Now, I'm not saying that's everybody. There's a lot of people that have. I, I know a lot of people in my age group and even in the younger age group that own their own home. And that is because they've sacrificed and they've saved and they've done what they needed to do to get it. But for our parents and their generation, it was a lot easier. And that's just one example. In addition, while it's a good thing that there are so many different opportunities and so many different areas that we can go into, it's very confusing for a lot of people. So if you speak to the average college student for example a lot of them don't know what they want to do 
they'll they'll study subjects at college that they enjoy or that they know they're good at. But when they look at having a long-term career in it, they, they just join university because they feel they have to and it's a norm and it's expected, but they don't have any roadmap to get to where they want to be because they don't know where they want to be. Can't drive down a road without knowing the destination. It doesn't work like that because you might be driving in the complete wrong direction. And unfortunately for a lot of people, that has actually happened. And while that's not just because of the lack of motivation, having the motivation to go out and find what you want to do can get you out of the situations that you might find yourself in. So for work, for education, in sports, as I mentioned before, getting out of bed and generally just trying to become the best version of yourself possible, motivation is an important factor in getting you to that end goal. One thing I want to highlight, though, is that, yeah, there are these barriers, and yeah, the odds might be heavily against you, but that doesn't mean you should just give up and not even attempt it. And that's the one of the biggest issues that our generation and the younger generation is facing is when we're put up against a task that's so mammoth that we can't even think about how we're going to get ourselves out of it. We don't even attempt it. You can't just have everything spoon-fed. You have to work your ass off. Our mums and dads did. Think about it. I know this isn't relevant for everybody, but I can say for myself that my mum and dad worked three jobs, worked night shifts, did everything they needed to to make sure that our family were provided for. And that was that was their ultimate goal. But for some reason, our generation isn't willing to put in the grind. They're not willing to sacrifice what they feel that they deserve. What makes you think that you deserve to have this, 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 this without putting the work in to go and get it? Again, life doesn't work like that. It might do on certain occasions, but generally speaking... Unless you're Trump's son or family of Jacob Rees-Mogg, it doesn't work like that. You need to go out and you need to work. You need to put yourself in a situation where you have achieved for yourself. And if you want to achieve for others, then that too. But you need to go and do the achieving. If you're doing university exams, you cannot be the person that asks someone else to sit an exam for you. You are the one sitting the exam. You're the one putting the work in. People can help. You can find help, but ultimately it's on you. If you fail, it's not against someone else's name, it's against yours. So to avoid that from happening, what are you prepared to do about it? So one of the key things in this is how can you self-motivate? How can you motivate yourself without having to find something to motivate you? Because if that thing isn't there, then you'll never find the motivation to go and achieve your goals. And that's not sustainable. That's not practical. While it's good for certain boosts, if you have the self-motivation and the added motivation of something external, that's amazing. But you can't just rely on the external thing for you to go and achieve your goals. It doesn't work like that. So for a bit of context, I'll, I'll go through mine. If we look back on university, which a lot of people listening to this can attest to it was really really tough to complete your assignments on time to the best of your ability and to revise for exams while enjoying a university lifestyle 
And a lot of people actually went into university unprepared because of the reasons I mentioned before. And whether that is to do with motivation or not, as I said, the motivation is, an, is a key tool in your arsenal to achieve your goals. So whenever I was doing an assignment, especially when it was out of, out of my depth, it wasn't my field of study, it wasn't what I was enjoying as much, I knew that I needed to get that done to reach my end goal. And I had to work twice as hard, three times as hard as somebody else, just so that I could get a level either less than them or equal to. And that's because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew that I needed this. I needed to achieve this specific task to get to my end goal. I have all of my goals written on a sticky note that goes on my laptop screen. And I look at that every single day as motivation, as a reminder of what I want to do and why I want to do it. Because there are times where, yeah, it's all good having the motivation and, or, or the goal to actually achieve. But if you're not reminding yourself on it, you could lose sight of that goal. And at the same time, as I said, you need to be able to motivate yourself. And this, that's my version. I mean, it's, it probably won't work for everybody, but that's how I motivate myself. I've discovered how I am motivated. And I use that. I use that to achieve my goals and I'm currently on my way to doing so. There are certain things that I have achieved and I've crossed off. That's amazing. But the end goal, the end goal is in years time, a lot of years time at that. So I've got a lot of work to do and I've got to keep my sights on that for me to achieve it. And that takes hard work and dedication, going outside of my comfort zone, sacrificing a lot to get to where I want to be. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people in this world that aren't prepared to sacrifice to achieve their goals. Now, one of the quotes that I will always remember is actually from Kevin Hart. It's from one of his stand-ups. What he says before every one of his shows is, everybody want to be famous, but nobody want to put the work in. And I can change that slightly. I do change that slightly to... Everybody want to be successful, but nobody want to put the work in. And that's just generic. It's not adding every single person in this world, obviously. But if we talk about the majority, the masses, yeah, that is the case. Because when it comes to sacrificing, people aren't ready to do it. And once I've got this list and I'm ticking things off, I compare what I've done to what I need to do. Because that's the only way that I'll hold myself accountable. If I look at it, and say, right, I want to get a thousand words proofread completed by the end of the week for my thesis. And if I haven't done that, I'll add it into next week's. And that makes sure, as I said, I'm not losing sight of my end goal. You have to have a structure to it. You can't just walk into something all the time anyway. I know some people can. To be honest, I think everybody can. There are certain times where people call it luck, but it is just your abilities. You can walk into something and achieve it without having to have worked for it or having to have worked hard for it. But again, that's not sustainable. So having that list of things that I want to do and holding myself accountable if I haven't done it, that's how I progress along my roadmap that I've created for myself. And again, I know it might not work for everybody, but what I do encourage 
is to write out your goals and hold yourself accountable for them. You don't need to tell anybody what those goals are. If you want to, then by all means, that's amazing. But you need to be honest with yourself. You need to own up and understand what your goals are. And if you're truly working your ass off to get there. Another one of the quotes that I really like is from Think Like a Man. Is where Taraji P. Henson says, I believe you can make any dream come true if you're willing to work hard enough to get it. That is one of my favourite quotes simply because my mindset, my personal mindset is I know what I need to do and I'm prepared to do what it takes to get there. And that's because I have a passion for my subject and I know not everybody does. And I'm not saying that what I do and what I think is above everyone else's. What I'm saying is I've identified what works for me. I've identified what my goals are, what my passion is. I've got a, a rough roadmap of how I want to achieve it. And I know that if I work hard enough, no matter how many obstacles are put in my way, I will get there. I will get there. And it's the positive mindset, not the arrogance, because this isn't arrogance. This is what a lot of people need to overcome and get out of their head. Knowing that you are good enough to achieve your goals, no matter how far-fetched to anybody else, that is not arrogance. That is confidence. That is belief. And you believe in yourself enough to say, no matter what the obstacles, I am going to get there. That's what you need to do. You need to say to yourself, I am going to get there because I'm good enough and I'm going to work my ass off to make sure that I do. So again, I mean, I wanted to give my example so you could understand the context of what I was trying to say. I'm not saying again that everything that I do is perfect because it's not. I'm flawed. I haven't achieved my goals. There are certain goals I wish I'd achieved that I hadn't. It's led me on a different path. But I still have an understanding of what path I need. So if you haven't done already, I encourage you all to have a look at what you want to do. And if you don't know what you want to do, that's the first thing you need to address. If you find out what you want to do, that's when you can start creating your own roadmap and start figuring out how you're going to get to that end goal. Because until you understand what it is you want to do, you're never going to truly achieve any of your targets or any of your goals or objectives. And what you can't do when you're doing this task is have someone else as the, the sole factor to motivate you to go and do it. This podcast, for example, might be an external factor that gives you that little bit of a push. But along your journey, you're not going to listen to this podcast every step of the way as motivation for you to go and do your thing. It might help you find your motivation, but it isn't going to be the source of your motivation. And again, this is where a lot of people get confused. You need to be able to motivate yourself to get to where you want to go. So now I'm excited to introduce my good friend Rakeem Reed to come and provide some insight for you all. 
I've known him for many years now since university playing football and enjoying our lives, but also seeing the grind he put in to get the grades and since then he's just levelled up unbelievably. He's also co-founder of the charity Bouncing Statistics, which is empowering our generation and the younger generation to move outside of the norm and not become a statistic. But I'll let him introduce the charity himself. Rakeem, it's really good to have you with us this week, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate the introduction. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it so much. So in terms of who I am, as you said, we met at university, playing football, play a bit of football, still do it now. Went uni with you at Nottingham Trent, done a law degree, done a sports law degree post-grad. So I had the experience there, came back, worked as a customer account manager for a while. And then now, as you said, um, co-founded a company now, Bouncing Statistics, working with the local generation, the upcoming generation. And we say it's all about pushing them to become their best selves, really elevating as a community because we all see the change that is needed. We all see so many shining lights in and around us. And I'm just using my experiences now to push them onto the next level. Do a lot of speaking as well, public speaking, motivation speaking, and that's picking off and going in the right direction. So yeah, just believing in this vision and trying to make the change in the world, which I truly want to see. Yeah, man, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I mean, when we look at motivation, one of the big things I've noticed is that people really do struggle to take constructive criticism without thinking it's somebody saying they're not good enough or that they, they shouldn't be doing something because it's not within their means or whatever, or that sort of thing anyway. How would you encourage somebody to take constructive criticism and hold themselves accountable for what's happening or not happening in their lives? Because it is important. And why is that important? I'll be totally honest. If people want to surround themselves with individuals that just blow smoke up their ass, keep them ticking, saying you're doing well, you're doing good, you do that, so be it. Just like when you're playing with kids. Like for me personally, if my child's running around and you get a medal for participating, why am I giving you a medal? I'll say, if that was your hobby, well done. I'm expecting you to take part because I've probably paid for this. And these are traits that we take forward. We actually encompass these type of traits. But when you surround yourself with a power team, people that you look to the left or the right and they motivate you, when you're slacking, these individuals are going to tell you you are not doing good enough. Me and Grayson, we're it. We're up early morning, 5.45, I think, is the meeting that we have. Right away, early morning. Why are you late? What are you doing? Why is this not done? Get on it. Actually take these things on board. And furthermore, if you want to be your own biggest critique, I am as well. I critique myself. Sometimes I believe there's nothing you can't tell me that I don't know with regards to my own performance. Unless there's obviously the unknown unknowns in terms of objective things I should be learning. But in terms of what I need to do better in terms of a football game. I've played games, I go in at half time, I'm getting slated at first, I'm screwing my face, but now I just take it on the chin, it is what it is. Maybe I don't like the delivery, but the message and the reasoning stays the same. And there's a nice aspect that you can look at it and a nice spin that you can take on it. I think someone said it was a skier. I'd have to check to be fair with you, bro. But there was someone, they ski and whenever they win, it's not necessarily saying, okay, I've come first today, I've won, I'm happy. They're looking at their performance because they could come third and be happier with their performance. Say, what if you got a PB and you came fourth in a race? Wouldn't you clap yourself on the back more than whether you got first against a lesser competition? And that's critiquing, that's understanding the levels that you need to reach. That's you taking it on the chin and you telling yourself. But if you're not willing to go into that accountability mirror and look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm not happy with myself. 
all of these excuses, I'll do it on Monday or I'll do it next week. No, forget all of that. If you're going to do it, you're going to be serious. You're going to do it today. Stop lying to yourself. Self-awareness. And that's why I believe it's a two-step process. Self-awareness, for me, is the biggest key. Know who you are. I had to know myself. had to get to know myself. So at uni, I feel like I was getting to know myself. I came back over the period of a year. I really got to know myself. I was struggling. Times were hard. And I knew who Rakeem Reed was. I found out what Rakeem Reed wants. I found out my why, my purpose, and I found out what I was capable of. Now, if I'm ever slacking and things aren't going to plan, I'll look myself in that mirror and I'll tell myself, you're slacking, sort it out, and then I'll analyze it. That's the critiquing of what I can do to make sure I get to my next level. I went for a run the other day. I had I hit 21 minutes flat on a 5K, buzzing. So now I've got comfortable. I've had two weeks off, I think 13 days off. I've gone again. I've got 21, I think it was 29 or 21.39. I'm gutted, I'm not in the mood. Okay, let me sit down now. I actually felt worse on the second one than I did on the first one. Makes no sense, but okay. Why have you got that time? Why have you gone backwards? Oh, because you got cocky and you thought you were the best. You got a little 21 minutes and you thought you were the man. But understand, go back to your year goals. On your year goals, my goal is to get the 5K in under 20. So why am I getting complacent for? So now I analyse it even deeper. Is this something I do in business? Is, is this something I do in life? But I'm willing to ask those questions of me. I'll ask them first and foremost. So when somebody asks me a question and someone really, really drills into me, you could ask me 10 questions, but I guarantee I've asked a fair few of them on myself before you even get here. And I think you've got to be real with yourself. You've got to be honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with yourself, who can? And if that's something you struggle with, start putting yourself in environments where you are uncomfortable around people who are going to say to you that isn't good enough and that's the kind of humbling process I think that's what it is for me in terms of humbling say you can't ice skate go and ice skate with someone and then fall over a few times understand you can't do everything and in that process you have to look back and analyze why is that something you couldn't do and I think only when you take these extra steps these extra measures are you really look willing sorry to look at yourself and that's where the growth is. That's where it all happens. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. I think a lot of people struggle when it comes to listening to those home truths and understanding that you need to be your biggest critic. But at the same time, I know a lot of people do struggle to because they don't know how to critique themselves. So this will it'll be very useful. Uh, I mean, as I said in the intro, you've just gone to a completely new level since uni. How do you elevate yourself and how have you got to where you are today? I mean, I know you're ambitious and you, you aren't at your end goal yet, but how have you got to this stage of your life and your career and how do you plan on getting to that next level? Yeah, man, I appreciate it massively, massively, massively. And I think for me, it's just being honest and being quite transparent with myself and knowing that really and truly my life, it's a journey. Every step I've had to take Every decision I have made, I've tried to learn from them, you know, make those lessons. And a nice analogy I've heard before is when people talk about learning, take away that hour, oh, that's earning. And as I said, I was at university, I was still a young person, still going through my own trials, my own tribulations, really. And I had to grow up. And I think once I came back to the environment that I was used to, university was a system that enabled me to learn in a structured format and apply myself to something that would aid me moving forward. But it was only really when I came back to the environment and I knew I wasn't the same person, but I was in the same space, 
that I had to test myself and really put together what I learned. And for me, it wasn't following the system of working. It was what can I really get out of life? Because I left here to go to uni for four years to get the grades and now I'm back. So what is the next move? What is the next level up? So I appreciate it when people say it's crazy how you've gone from A to B, but I've really gone from A to B to C. And I could keep going from the D's to E's because every part of my life, every phase of my life has really been another step in the right direction. And as you said, it's just a start really. And I think I still got so much more I want to do, so many more places I want to go. And it's how can I keep elevating myself, elevating my mindset to make sure I keep going in that direction. Yeah, I get you there. It's about, as you said, creating that roadmap and understanding the different steps that it takes to get to to the A, to the B, to the C and so on, so that you can stay on track and in the right direction. But what people then, well, if, if they're going to blame something, they'll say, I'm, I'm scared to do this or they're apprehensive to try something because of fear. And fear is something that overcomes us all. That's It's not something that anybody can really exclude from their lives. It's about learning and understanding how to deal with that. So how would you give advice to someone who's scared to do something? Or what would you say to someone who's scared to try something that could ultimately lead to their end goal? So in terms of fear, I'd be naive to sit here and say that I've not been scared and it hasn't almost stopped me from taking certain decisions and making certain choices because I'm thinking about things too much. But I've heard someone say about fear is just false expectations appearing real. So it's never true. It's just an idea or a notion that we create in our minds that stops us because we're thinking something's going to happen when it's never going to happen. And this is what I mean, why I resonate with the whole idea of Nike and why I actually wear Nikes because their idea of just do it. I honestly believe that's something that we should all live by. Just do it now and consider the aftermath afterwards because it's called the aftermath. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know whether it's gonna go left, right. But if it's a calculated decision, if it's a calculated choice, you have to have faith in yourself that it bears well. So for example, me personally, this year I, I've i had this fear of roller coasters since the day I've been walking. I've never seen the idea as to why anyone would go on rides because my two feet were made for walking. But I knew, it bugs me when I see little 12 year old kids going on these loops upside down. So this year, well, last year I just gone uh, in between the lockdowns. I went to Alton Towers, went on the Oblivion, Smiler, because I was like, you know what, I'm just doing it, enough is enough. I need to conquer this fear because that will make me know, not necessarily just with roller coasters, but I know I can do anything I put my mind to. And I had a psychologist in terms of football and she said something good to me as well. She said, you get confidence from doing something minutely and getting the small wins. So if you are fearful of, let's say, playing in front of a lot of people, I've done that myself, I know you have as well, but can you not just boost yourself, let's say practicing a little bit more so you know when you step onto that stage, you've already took that same shot 100 times, you've done it 50 times, I've done the exam, I've done my revision, I've done the mock exams. So that fear is something that doesn't affect you anymore. And I think once you start gathering these small wins, gathering momentum, going in the right direction, going at the pace, you get to the end goal and you're like, I'm not even scared to actually do this. And you're ready to really take that leap. You're ready to take that leap of faith. And it is 
simply what it is and then the results genuinely do follow something I can say with my own life. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. Um, I think especially with COVID where there's so much uncertainty and to be honest, even Brexit and loads of other things, to be honest, I think a lot of people make excuses and use those, but with with those heightening it, there's a lot more fear at the moment to go and try something new or experience something new uh, or just be slightly different to the norm. Uh, but that's really useful insight there. One of the other things that I wanted to address is obviously when people think motivation, they think of the younger generation who are upcoming. They're going to be the leaders of the world in the future. They've still got their entire lives and careers ahead of them and they need to motivate themselves to get to that point. However, it's not just the younger generation. There's also those that are older that are scared to go and do something or that they want to do something and they have their own goals and they haven't achieved them yet, but they're apprehensive to. And usually that's because they think it's too late. Now, my question is, is there ever a thing as being too late to achieve your goals? Listen, I honestly believe it's never, ever, ever, ever too late to go for it. Football, we all know Ian Wright, late. Vardy, late. And we see the way he's still knocking him in right now. Business terms, we look at KFC, there's examples everywhere we look. It's never too late. Even my sister, pretty successful herself. Um, she's an engineer right now. Nice house, lives calm, nice car. Life's pretty okay for her. She's got comfortable, she would say that herself because she's reached where she wanted to reach. But she's motivated, she's ready to go again, she's charged, she's already got one property that she lives in, another one on the side. But it's knowing it's never too late to keep making those steps. So I still tell my mum, when my mum falls off it, I say, mum, you've worked hard your whole absolute life, you've taught me how to work hard, don't get complacent. And now I see her, you know, little things, it could be tidying up the house like she's superwoman. And it's knowing that, no matter what age we are, we have to push ourselves to our limits. And when I say that, I don't mean work yourself into the ground. I say reap your rewards that you are capable of obtaining. Actually go and get that because it doesn't matter if you're 15 or 55, you can always go another level and there's always something there within your reach. So really get that motivation, become driven and go after it with full force, every might, every inch, every blood, sweat, tears, all that good stuff, that good energy, go after it. And chase those dreams and really push yourself to go and get what you really deserve in this life. Honestly, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Honestly, I think people need to understand that there isn't a time limit for success. There's no structured timeline. You can achieve what it, it takes someone 10 years to achieve in a year, vice versa. And you could do all of that when you're 65, as you said, so... It really doesn't matter. I agree. No matter your age, go out and achieve. But listen, Rax, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Any last words from you? Yeah, just a quick one, bro. I just want to say I appreciate you having me here on the podcast. It's great to see all the work that you're doing. I'm loving it. Yeah, man, keep it up. And once again, I'm so, so, so appreciative. I'll be tuned in. Hopefully people can take out a few gems from this as well. And keep doing yourself, keep motivating me through your own actions, motivating those around me. And I guarantee that you're definitely motivating others, man. So keep it up. And once again, thank you every single time, bro. No, honestly, that means a lot, man. I mean, the pleasure's mine. The pleasure's mine having you on here and giving your insight. You've been doing it for so long now and you've been helping so many people 
and you've gone and done it yourself. So really appreciate the insight there. Everybody on Instagram, it's at Rakeem Reed and at Bouncing Statistics. Go and follow, go and show some love and you'll learn some things there as well. So that's it for this week's episode of Kels Talks. I know there's a lot of information in here, but I feel that this is the perfect time to provide this sort of information with everything going on. So if you do have any questions or queries, feel free to drop me a DM on at Kels Talks Podcast or message Rakeem on his handles and we're happy to answer your questions. Until next time on Kels Talks, stay safe and keep learning.